It's Tyler, Danae, and Fuzzy wondering what is wrong in your neighborhood. Tell us where you live. Tell us the problems that are happening. You could text in to 985-985. We now go to a live report from the community of Cranston where there is a massive sinkhole, Fuzzy. Let me tell you. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Uh, I got the notification from you guys yesterday that, hey, there's a sinkhole in Cranston. And that was just the beginning. Oh, my god. Because goodness. then it was like text after text after text with photos from everybody going, yo, did you guys see this? And I'm like... No, that's North Cranston problems. I did not see that at all. <laughs> but apparently there's a huge sinkhole that just kind of developed and they've got like the they had the the the, the different uh utilities out there to t- to see what it was and they're working on repairing it and everything. Sometimes you hear about a sinkhole and then you like, "Oh my god, cuz in your mind a sinkhole is like a portal to another dimension." Yeah. Right. It's it's humongous. Yeah. It can swallow a vehicle. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you see pictures of it and it looks like a big pothole. Yeah. No, they, this is big. This looks like it could swallow an entire family, like no problem. Honestly, well, I'm looking at a photo of it right now, and there's like a utility worker next to it, like measuring it. It looks like, yeah. And let's assume that he's an average Virgin Mornings height at five seven. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, at five seven and a half. At five seven and a half. <laughs> there, like you could fit like I feel like twelve of him laying across this thing. Yeah. Wow. Like there, it is. It is absolutely massive. Yeah. And yeah, they're just like trying to figure out why that happened. What's going on? Hopefully, like. Nobody fell through it into another dimension. Right. That would be tough. That was my immediate, because you sent it over last time. I was like, oh, my God, Fuzzy. Are you in there? <laughs> it's Fuzzy in fuzzy. there. Now, stuck in the hole. Now, here's the thing. As, as exciting as this would be for most communities, uh-huh. this is boring for Cranston. Oh. Because I think back to the days of when somebody, because there's a big windmill there. And right. then in the back behind the windmill, there's like a little bit of a water feature. And many, many years ago, somebody decided they were going to have some fun. And they filled up that water feature with Tide detergent. Ooh. And it was the greatest thing ever because you drove by and all you saw were bubbles. You saw bubbles everywhere. Now, uh-huh. however, that costs thousands of dollars yeah, to yeah, fix yeah, and yeah. clean yeah, up and yeah, everything. Yeah. But that was, to me, that was way more exciting than a uh, sinkhole. Like uh, a sinkhole can happen anywhere. We had the bubble fountain. It's it's funny. Like the bubble fountain, you're yeah. going to not only go drive and see it, you're totally. probably going to pack a picnic lunch Absolutely. and hang out there. Yeah. The sinkhole, yeah. you're like, the I sinkhole. saw the pictures. I'm good. Yeah, exactly. The sinkhole, I am not, again, I, I rarely visit the north end of Cranston. I mean, North Cranston, North Cranston problems. But, <laughs> oh, my gosh. Quit North Cranston hating. I don't even live there. But, uh, but yeah, no, I, I I would I would travel to see the bubbles, the sinkhole. I'm like, all right, cool. It's a big pothole. Oh, I think for us, Fuzzy, you have to go. You have, we need a personal picture from you, from the mayor, the unofficial mayor of Cranston. Yeah, South needs Cranston. to go in this. Oh, the mayor of Cranston. North Cranstonites, are you hearing yeah, this? South Cranston. Oh, my goodness. Your mayor is just leaving you behind. Uh, I, I just love, like, uh, you know, this is, like, a, a, a great story to focus on this yeah. week with yeah. all the other bad things happening <laughs> in the world. Yeah. Hey, yo, North Cranston, North, I'll say it. Thank you, thank you. Thank you for specifying. North Cranston oh, has God. a sinkhole. That's what's going on in that neighborhood. Yeah. That's the problem there. Yeah. Uh, we'd love to know where do you live? What's going on? Let us know by texting in to 985-985. On behalf of the Riverstoners and the South Cranstoners, Ooh. I'd like to say thank you for emphasizing the North Cranston. My God. North Cranston. <laughs> Calgary's second best community in Cranston. Yes. Third. Third. Don't forget Riverstone. Oh, okay. Riverstone. I don't know what a Riverstone is. <laughs> this is down in the valley. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Yeah. Oh, well, obviously, if it's in a valley, it's way better. Virgin Mornings in Calgary with Tyler, Danae, and Fuzzy. Real. Fun and all about Calgary. 98.5 Virgin Radio. It's Tyler, Danae, and Fuzzy. It's grad season in Calgary. So many high school students getting ready to move on 
to the next step. The thing about moving on to the next step, though, is you got to make sure you watch your step. No. Yeah. yeah, you do. Because yes, so you could true. end up having a really, really serious grad fail like this story from our friend Addie. Tell us what happened to you going to get your diploma. Um, well, I try to not think about it every day, but I can't say that I don't. Um, so it's just kind of like the quintessential worst thing that you could think could possibly happen in a high school experience. Maybe not the worst, but one of one of the culminating worst. I was walking on to stage at my graduation and tripped in my cap and gown and fell hard, disturbingly, embarrassingly hard, <laughs> flat on my stomach, knocked the wind out of myself. Oh. I couldn't get up. It, they were about to turn the music off. Like, they turned the music down until I was able to get up and be like, The post rocking your wind out of yourself voice that you get, right? Everything's fine. In front of your whole class. Give me. Oh, yeah. And then I'm like at the top of the alphabet, too. So I had to just like fully wait through the whole rest of the uh, the ceremony. Poor, poor thing. Are you just like, did everybody like sign your yearbook that year? Like, bye, falling girl. <laughs> you know what? I have destroyed any evidence of, <laughs> of that. What I love most about that story is that serves as a warning for anybody for Bishop McNally who's getting to walk the stage today because, ah. because the students of Bishop McNally ah. will have that moment today after 13 years of studying and learning and being friends with all of those same kids that you grew up with. Mm-hmm. And you will walk that stage and do not be like Addie. No, oh, choose your shoes wisely Ooh. today. Choose your shoes. Do the practice in the gown with said shoes. Because, again, that would be the worst thing that could happen is follow you on stage. It's almost like it would be great if throughout high school you uh, practiced the religion of Jedi. Oh. Because you'd be used to loose-fitting capes and robes Sure, and yeah. Because uh-huh. yeah, yeah. sometimes you put on that gown for the uh-huh. first time. Right. You're not used to things being dangling that low around your ankles or uh-huh. around your feet. Uh-huh. And we're not all big danglers like that, right? Sometimes you're used to something a little more easy to walk through. Then that's when you fall. And then you're doing the... <laughs> In front of everybody at Bishop McNally, and you're like, I grew up in Falcon Ridge my entire life, only to fall in front of all my friends oh. on this day. Oh, no. <sighs> Is that a crossover into Darth Vader voice? I'm not sure exactly what that was, but. The but, religion, yeah. air quotes, of yeah. Jedi? Jedi. Anything yeah. else you want to say about Tyler? I feel like <laughs> this is almost like a commencement speech of some weird sort. Yeah, it's funny. I just realized I never graduated high school for real. So, like, I didn't, uh, you didn't, get, walk, didn't, the stage, do, eh? didn't walk the stage for that one or, or when I well, uh, finished up at SAIT. So. Decent advice, I so think. So, I've, I've, never, I've never fallen. So, mm-hmm. would you like us to get you a bathrobe so you can kind of walk? walk <laughs> no, because like I said, I'm not, a, I'm not a dangler, so I would probably trip and fall. I, I got a sprained ankle right now. I'm going around working on crutches. I can't Fair walk the enough. stage. Fair enough. But, Bishop McNally, we hope the odds be ever in your favor and you're doing great. Play the sound. What sound? We all having. Oh, okay, okay. You want the sound? The sound? Mm -hmm. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. Congratulations, Bishop McNally. Worst date Wednesday. Worst date Wednesday. There's nothing better than when you feel inspired to share your bad dating story after hearing someone on our show share theirs. 
That's why Worst Date Wednesday truly is the circle of life for dating in Calgary. It totally is. It just goes around <laughs> and around and around. The latest to share with us is our buddy Ryan. This story is crazy. So I met this girl on obviously Tinder. You know, we started talking for probably about three or four days before, you know, jumped in to go to a date. And she said, where would you like to go? And I said, okay, well, let's go to the cattle baron. She's, you know, pretty into beef. And I was like, all right. And she asked me to come pick her up. And I went and picked her up. And she's like, well, let's go for a dog walk. And I'm like, okay, a little weird, but sure, why not? And we had some time to kill. So we went for the dog walk. And then we went to the cattle baron. We were probably at the cattle baron for probably two hours. And we finished the meal. She says, could you order me a coffee? She says, I need your keys. I left my purse in your car. And I'm like, okay. Gave her my keys. It was about 10 minutes, 15 minutes later. I'm like, okay, it's kind of strange. She oh, no. wonder where she went. And I was like, okay. So I kind of texted her and nothing. Called her, nothing. I was like, okay. So I went outside. My car is gone. No! Yeah, and I was like, uh, what the F? What's going on? And I called her probably 10 times. I'm like freaking out. I was like, um, okay. I was going to call the cops, but I'm like, you know what? Okay, went in, paid the bill, called an Uber to her house, went to her house. My car is in her driveway. I'm like, what the hell's going on? So I went and I'm pounding on her door, and she looked, she opened the door, and she's like, yeah. I'm like, what do you mean? Yeah, you stole my car. She goes, no, I just wanted to go home. I'm like, what? What, the f- what? what are you talking about? You took my car. She's like, well, I was tired. I'm like, um, okay. She handed my keys and she goes, this isn't going to work. If you're not okay with me taking your car home, this isn't going to work. So, yeah, that was the worst day of my life. Haven't been on Tinder since. I'm like, nope, never again. She was tired. <laughs> just like the audacity, like, and just the like, mm, well, whatever. And, I stole and, a car. Yeah, and, yeah, I stole a car. And yeah, and Whoa. for a date that started so good, I mean, you go take the dog for a walk. You go to Cattle Barn and uh, uh, Cattle Baron, an underrated steakhouse in this city, and then she just says, "I'm tired," and steals your car. Go, go, go. <laughs> At least he got it back. Exactly. You literally can only hear stories in Calgary like this in one place and one place only. That is Worst Date Wednesday. This story is from uh, Ava, who felt a very bad omen on a date she was on with a guy. Tell us about it. I met this guy through my friends, and we hit it off really well. And we talk every so often and run into each other every so often. And... Um, he's a musician, he's in a band, um, I also sing in a few bands and, um, do some merch stuff, so we started talking about that. We had group plans later in the week to hang out with, like, a bunch of friends, and out of the blue, he texts me, like, to come over for dinner, like, later that night. I didn't want to read too much into it, I didn't know exactly what it was, and we just want to talk about music stuff, and so, but I was excited, because I was really into him. I go over there. I'm typically really good with animals. Like, um, (laughs) I pet sit for, like, all my friends. And, like, I usually get along really well with, like, any animals. But his cat hated me. Uh-oh. Oh, Oh, no. Absolutely hated me. 
Um, like, and apparently that's only happened like one other time with one <laughs> other person, and that cat is like fine otherwise. But it tried to like legitimately attack me a few times. Luckily, I had some pretty thick jeans on. Um, it peed on my stuff. Oh, oh wow! Oh, no. She saw you as a challenge. <laughs> Yeah, and so that was, you know, just the cat, and uh, um, he put his his cat in the other room and stuff like that, but it was just kind of like a weird omen, I felt like. Yeah, definitely. And and then he mentioned that his bandmate was also coming over, so it was like more than a just like him and I thing. Oh. And uh, his bandmate comes over, he's all lovely and everything like that, and they start talking, and... um, he made this really lovely dinner, and so his bandmate was complimenting the dinner. He was like, oh, yeah, like, I go over and I cook for, um, I'm sorry, Jessica, like, I cook for Jessica all the time and stuff like that. And he's like, oh, yeah, how's that going? And he's never talked to me about, like, having a girlfriend or dating or anything before. And he was like, oh, yeah, I'm really trying to, like, be exclusive with Jessica right now. Wait, what? Oh, oh, oh. So you yeah. thought it was a date, hey. and he just thought it was a, hey, come over and we'll collaborate musically. I, I feel like I need to say collaborate musically <laughs> because there was no horizontal collaboration going on here. No, no, no horizontal collaboration. Oh. Like, and I don't think the cat would have allowed that. <laughs> oh, and that. Yikes. Oh. Woo! Poor Ava. <laughs> yeah. That's uh, the story of the worst date she ever went on. Uh, we got more Worst Date Wednesday coming up for you, though. This one comes to us from Kristen. Pay extra close attention for the sound effects that we kindly ask her to perform for us. Okay, so the worst date I ever went on, um, this guy that I was talking to that was really cool, um, I was talking to him on Instagram. He was really hot, like completely normal, had a great job, all this stuff. We chatted for a couple weeks before I wanted to meet him just to make sure he was legit. And then um, whenever I pull up to the date, he walks out of the car and he was like, hey. And it was not who was in his pictures, first of all. It was a guy who was five foot. And he looked completely different, so I got completely catfished, and his voice was super high, and it was so weird. I stuck it out through the date, but we went axe-throwing. Even that was weird, and he was, like, really, really into it and, like, making weird noises, like, sex noises while he was throwing the axes. Yeah, it was rough. I'm I'm curious about a couple of things uh, already, Christy. You said his voice was high. I'd like to ask you how high. And then also when you said he was making weird noises, throwing axes, what does that sound like exactly? I mean, his voice was higher than mine, and I kind of have a high voice, but he sounded kind of like me. Like, it, it was really nasally and kind of nerdy. I feel like if he was on the phone, it was, you would think you were talking to a woman. Okay. And then... The actoring no- noises, he was like, I mean, I don't want to do them, but he was like, ah. <laughs> Chris, Kristen, I, in moaning. his defense, I, I've never thrown an axe. I've never been to one of those axe-throwing places. But there's a fair amount of effort that has to go into that. So I feel like there has to be some sort of a, like, if I were to throw an axe, like, it would be like, ah. Like it's like playing tennis. Yeah, exactly. Tennis ball yeah. Or, yeah. or pickleball. Oh, uh, yeah. But his, ah. was, his was, 
<laughs> Yikes. Okay, I, I think we got I think we got the demos. Do we have the demos and all the octaves yeah. here? We're good. Is, is, is that at all what it was like being out with the uh, axe throwing guy there, uh, Christy, or what's, what's going on? That was pretty much exactly it. There was a couple moans. Okay. Um, <laughs> and no one else there was doing that. Um, oh. I, so it was not, it's not a part of axe throwing, I don't think. <laughs> Okay. Remind me to never go axe throwing because because <laughs> I'll be uh, judged. <laughs> yeah, if you make those sounds, interesting. So from there, are you pulling the plug on this date? Are you pretending like you've got somewhere to be? How did you uh, end it off with um, the the high octave axe thrower? So he asked me. He goes, "Okay, do you want to get like a bucket of beer?" And I was like, "Thank God, anything at this point." I couldn't, I like, could not think on my, on my feet at the time. I was like, how do I, I didn't know how to get out of it. I was like, I just need to like push through. And we paid for this amount of time to be here. So I just need to push through. So then he goes and gets a beer bucket. And then when we're done with everything, I'm like signing the check. And he put everything on my tab. He like ordered chicken fingers. He ordered fries. He ordered the beer bucket. Like everything was on my tab. And so I honestly, at that point, I didn't care. I just like was like, okay, it was nice to meet you, and then like ran out of there. If you've ever been on a date where something happened that was just so damn cringeworthy, you couldn't wait to text a girlfriend, let him know just how <laughs> awkward it was. Those are the kind of stories we're looking for every Wednesday morning. Here's Andrea with the story of the worst date she ever went on. Oh boy, is this awkward. I went on this date with this guy a couple of years ago, and I really liked him a lot. Um, and we went to see uh, one of the Marvel movies, and I was I like looked really cute, and like he, you know, it was just sort of like very casual. But I was super into him, and um, he had this big thing of candy. We were watching the movie, and or he had the thing of candy, and then I grabbed it and I started eating it, and then he went over, and like I thought he was reaching to grab my hand during the movie but he actually just wanted more candy um, he was like oh no <laughs> and he didn't hold my hand Aww. after that even though we had discussed even though we had uh, you know come to the conclusion that I was trying to hold his hand so um, that was kind of awkward we just finished the movie and left and uh, that was the end of that so I know it was pretty funny though I still think about that though I have to move to Poland now and start a new life <laughs> Andrew exactly. I've never had that exact situation but I know like if you go for a handshake or something like that Ooh. and somebody else goes for the fist bump or whatever how awkward that is yeah I can't even imagine <laughs> making it more intimate yeah, yeah, yeah. With, with a handhold with a class <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Virgin Mornings in Calgary with Tyler, Danae, and Fuzzy. Where you are the star of the show. Yep, surprise. You're being interviewed at 7 in the morning. Wake up. 98.5 Virgin Radio. It's Tyler, Danae, and Fuzzy with a bit of a uh, morality test here. Uh, Danae, we're getting in some more unethical life hacks from Fuzzy. And I like to consider myself a fairly ethical person, so I'm a little bit terrified to see what I wouldn't mind actually being unethical for. Well, here's the thing with these hacks, is they're not unethical in the sense that you're breaking the law. They're more so unethical in the sense that you're manipulating the truth. Okay. okay. You're not actually telling lies. I like to call these micro-fallacies. Micro-fallacies. Right. Okay, please okay. begin, and... Uh, We'll see where we land here. For example, let's say you're at work today, and rather than responding to TPS reports and other boring things, you'd rather be catching up on reality TV and gossip blogs or maybe reading news and sports articles, but you wouldn't want your boss to, boss to catch you slacking off. 
So what you do is you go to those articles, you copy and paste everything, all the content, throw that into an email, and then read it from the email. This way, it looks like you're dealing with long work emails all day long, keeping your boss happy, and you're just slacking off. Micro fallacy oh, wow. or boldface lie, that is brilliant. Yeah. I'm so on board with that. I'm actually already on board with that, too. Now, this next one, I feel like I owe an apology to university students for not having this one for you last month. Uh-oh. But I am going to do a solid for everybody in high school with provincials and other exams right around the corner. Because let's be honest, we're like a few weeks out from that. Yeah. So as you're getting ready to study, send an email to everybody in your class saying that you just finished building your study guide and you'd like to swap it with other people. You know, uh, compare notes. Mm-hmm. But actually, never make one. Yep. And yep. then people will send you theirs. <laughs> And then you can send the, uh, the ones that you get sent to other people and vice versa. And meanwhile, you've done none of the work and you've reaped all of the benefit. Also, it looks like you've done the work, though. Yeah. So on board with that. In fact, that's the best thing to do. Turn it back on somebody else. They're like, what do you think the answer is? Be like, well, yeah. I'm, I'm still thinking about it. What, what do you think yeah. it is? And the yeah. next thing you know, they're on the spot. They got to answer it. I'm not mad at that one either. <laughs> two for three so far. Yikes. Two for two so far. Oh, I'm shady. Let's see if I can go three for three here. The next time you're at a restaurant, by yourself, make sure you bring a notebook with you. A notebook and a pen. And then as you're sitting there, enjoying your meal, write in the book every now and then. Just make little notes, just kind of ponder things. And then, oh, okay, that, yeah, yeah. Odds are that the staff is going to think that you're a food blogger and they'll try their oh. hardest to impress you. Here's the thing. If you do a good enough job, they may even give you some free food. Oh, oh you know what? Dessert's on the house today. <laughs> you know, we'll we'll take care of your coffee. Oh. I don't know how I feel about that one. I, I think if you are really going to sell it, a notebook's not going to work. you got to have a tripod set up. <laughs> you got a tripod to rig like See? you're filming yourself the entire Unethical time. life hacks today. <laughs> you can do this. I'm easy to sway into yeah. being like yeah, not yeah. the best human being. Yeah. But straight A student yeah. today here, yeah, yeah. co-signing doing these yeah. things. Fuzzy, I think you are a very um wonderfully influential person. Ooh. Maybe not in the uh best of reasons for this, <laughs> but we do love you and your micro fallacies. Thank you. I was just gonna say, remember these aren't lies, they are what? Micro fallacies. Oh my god, a master micro fallacy facilitator. I must whoa, say. whoa, 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 whoa. The man child, Sasky girl, and the girl dad of two dogs. One who actually likes him. Virgin Mornings in Calgary with Tyler, Danae, and Fuzzy. Subscribe so you never miss an episode. 98.5 Virgin Radio. It's Tyler, Danae, and Fuzzy. It is the middle of grad season in Calgary. Yes, and today is the day that the class of 2023 at Bishop McNally walks the stage. Ooh. The uh, thing with grad is you plan for things to go so perfect, and so rarely things go exactly as you plan them. Yeah, that's the thing. And you can plan for everything to go just fine, but what about when it's your date that fails you? That is the reason behind your whole grad fail. Oh, Angie here with the story of this this grad fail. This is so rough. I had been dating uh, my high school boyfriend for like all of high school, and it was our senior prom. And I was like, even though we are a couple, like I still want you to ask me to prom. I don't want you to just assume I'm going to prom with you. Like I, I deserve the whole 
fanfare. Oh, you wanted the whole promposal and everything, right? Yes, Yes, because I'm like, listen, just because I've been locked down with you for the last three years of my life doesn't mean (laughs) that I don't get to feel special, okay? (laughs) Um, And so he was like, yeah, for sure, for sure. And then it's the week of prom, and I, like, have my dress and everything. And I'm like, this boy's not going to have me a prom. Oh, no. And he did. He did uh, the night before. Like, huh. like we weren't going to go together the next day. So I was Whoa. like, already like, okay, this is not how I thought this was going to go, but okay, okay. Also, like, I was in theater um, at the time, and so I had just done a production where I was dressed up like an old, like, grandma witch. Like, my hair was gray. I had old lady makeup on. That's what I looked like when I was asked if I wanted to go to prom. Oh, wow. <laughs> Come on, man. Yeah. yeah, I'm like... This is going to be great. Can't wait. Let me wash this gray hair dye out of my hair. Oh. Um, and so the next day, everything's fine. It's like nothing special, but fine. And then we had planned to go to like an after party with a group of our friends. And we do. And, you know, like my parents knew that I was spending the night. I wasn't going to be coming home. He drove me. Um, and our friends started drinking. And he was really against drinking and so when somebody offered me a drink he freaked out we got into a fight and then he left he oh just my left gosh. me at a house full of drunk people with no car and i'm like i guess i could uber home and tell my parents hey my boyfriend left me at the after party oh. oh i didn't even tell you my mom worked at the school so my mom and my dad were chaperones at prom oh no <laughs> oh, no 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 no, no, no. dancing next to us so, like, the after party was, like, it's the only time I was going to, like, really get to let loose. And then he just leaves me alone, crying on a couch. I'm like, this Aww. is so fun. <laughs> I love prom. <laughs> I love prom. <laughs> and then we dated for another year. And then I was like, oh, wow. I was like, okay, so oh. you finished high school, broke yeah. up with your boyfriend, and no. No. No, 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 no. I was like, you know what? Maybe we can make this work at Oof. different colleges. Oh. <laughs> we don't share these stories to intimidate the class no. of 2023. No. Waking no. up this morning, yeah. ready to head to, a, you know, one of the final weeks of classes. Maybe going to their grad ceremony like Bishop McNally, which is sometimes, you know. When things go wrong or if you have a major fail, it's better to laugh about yes, them. Sure. Exactly. And not let it get to you too much. It may seem like the end of the world at the moment, but trust us, years later you will look back and you will laugh and go, <laughs> <laughs> Look at me. <laughs> oh, oh geez, why are we crying? Oh, oh. sorry, I never supposed to be a laugh. Oh. <laughs> Virgin Mornings in Calgary with Tyler, Danae, and Fuzzy. Real fun and all about Calgary. 98.5 Virgin Radio. In case you missed it on the show uh, over today or yesterday, Tyler sprained his ankle and has been on crutches now, is it 24 hours? Over 24 hours? I've had the crutches since Saturday, but I've lived my life outside of my own house (laughs) Uh for 24 hours on crutches, and I have some very interesting observations. Yeah. Because I don't know if this is like a a, a thing for everybody, but I'm I'm a a grown-ass man. I've lived my entire life, and I've never had to use crutches before. So this is like new to me, and this really hit home when I arrived at work yesterday. The first person I saw was Fuzzy, yeah, who immediately like went into a mode I'm not familiar with, yeah, because Fuzzy uh. was looking to 
help, help me with all these little tasks I have. Absolutely. I was like, dude, are you? Uh, what happened? How can I help? Do you need me to get you coffee and you, you, you spill a little bit? I'm like, let me go get you paper towels. Because you were moving incredibly slow <laughs> and everything was very deliberated. Aww. And I was like, anything to make your process easier in this moment? I was like, yo, I got you. I'll, I'll carry your bag. I'll carry your coffee for you. Whatever, we're good. Oh, I, you know, you're making me remember yesterday. Like, I offered to wheel you in one of like our wheelie office chairs down to the bathroom yesterday. I offered to take you to the bathroom. And I was like, that's, I would that's, never that's, do that, that normally. Awkward, yeah. It's, it's kind of weird. Kind of weird. Uh, it's funny too because um, don't know what it's like where where you work, but we're uh, we're in the basement, so there's like a flight of yes. stairs. Yeah. And I had people who were like offering to like, oh, can I? Do you need help up the stairs? Yeah. Do, do you need, like, can I carry your bags? And yeah. I, at one point, someone offered to be a human Sherpa <laughs> to, to, like, piggyback me up. up the stairs. Yeah. And then, like, I, I got I got upstairs, and I was, like, getting around the building, and everyone's like, oh, hey, is everything okay? Is everything okay? And everyone's whispering around yeah, me, and I'm like, yeah. I, I sprained my ankle. It's not, not really a big deal. Yeah. Oh, are you okay? Okay. What a hushed yeah, voice. People want to like get a tensor bandage and wrap me yeah, up yeah. Or, or give me ice and, and, and things like that. I, I'm just not used to this type of attention. But again, I've never had crutches before. So I've never experienced people just like bending over backwards to want to help me. Now, you're only hearing some of the whispers because there are other whispers that are happening right now, too. Like what? And that's after you walk by where people are going, oh, I wonder what happened. Mm. Is, everything, is everything okay? Yeah. Mm. Did he have too much to drink and fall down oh, again? Oh, Is that yeah. the case? Mm. I know he said he hasn't people been drinking for a while, but yeah, maybe. People speculating. And then there's a couple other whispers that are like, geez, he sure, sure likes this attention. Wonder if he even really needs the crutches. Whoa, these are, is there a crutch conspiracy? Do you notice that he's limping on the other leg today instead it of that? It has been differing legs, hasn't it? He's well, you overcompensate on one side, then the other side gets <laughs> weirder, or whatever it is. The, uh, the final observation about living life on crutches for the first time in my life uh-huh. over the past 24 hours is anybody around you automatically walks at your very, very slow pace. Yeah. Like, I walk in the same time as a coworker this morning, and they're walking at a very deliberate pace, get from their car to where they got to go. It's early in the morning. It's a little cool in our parking lot because it's like 5 o'clock or something like that. And next thing you know, I'm crutching my way. And their pace slows, <laughs> and they walk right beside me. Yeah. I'm going down the stairs yeah. like a snail, and they're right beside me. And I'm like, isn't this funny that because I have crutches, you're, like, trying to overcompensate? And he goes... Yeah, I don't know what to do right now. Do you need anything? Can Aww. I help you? Can I can I carry so something like, for you? Can I help you? These crutches are showing you like a really nice side of humanity. It is a, a nice side of humanity. Yeah. And if I wasn't a person of such high moral standing, I would use this to my advantage forever and ever. Again, the crutch conspiracy is already out yeah, there. I'd be, and that I'd be like be permanent yeah. crutch guy. They're like, didn't you roll your ankle like two years ago? Yeah. Like, oh yeah, but I re-rolled it. You know, it's a recurring injury. You know, they're like, is that from from playing sports as a kid? I'd be like. No. no it's, video, uh, video game sports. Yeah, yeah. I uh, tripped getting out of my chair uh, playing, playing video games. Oh, what happened, so. This is Virgin Mornings in Calgary with Tyler, Danae, and Fuzzy. Hear them live weekdays from 530 to 10 on 98.5 Virgin Radio.